What's up, everybody? It's me. I'm back. Hey. <laughs> I have been talking to my cousin. My cousin's name is Lucy. And we have these conversations on the phone that go all over the place and decided to record one of them and see how it goes. So this is that. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. She's a riot. She's a hoot. She's one, uh, one entire hoot. So, uh, yeah. Here you go. Do you want to know the meaning of life? Listen to my perils and strife. Welcome all my friends and foes. This is easy Knows. like to join please hello oh my goodness what is this there i am chris what's up hi How's... we are always talking just on the phone it's nice to see your face can you see my face yeah well they can't but hi how, yeah, are, how are you how am i or love you because oh both work how are you both how are you <laughs> um pretty good i have coffee and a banana mostly now all i can think about is topics that are Ooh, could i say this talk about this on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so when i when i started my uh award-winning youtube channel uh <laughs> I I started walking around like the earth hearing every song and going how would this sound on trombones <laughs> and that's a hell that I don't wish upon anybody <laughs> like the, maybe I should just quit while I'm ahead <laughs> the grocery store like oh this is this is a bop and then like hmm and I would like start a list and still have that list somewhere but but eventually yeah you just want to you just want to enjoy like life a little but i don't know how i got over it i don't know that i did maybe i'm just used to it um, <laughs> yeah it's you know, so, like old friend in the background <laughs> yeah so you got coffee and a banana yeah and... the thing i thought about yeah. that would be topic would be should i talk about how fruit is the only food that ever makes me gag <laughs> what <laughs> That can't be true. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it. I've choked on peaches so many times in my life. Okay. Um, and like when you say like, gag, gag, you mean like not not because like it's gross. True. Yes. Okay. But like, like this banana was a little too sweet and ripe, and I was like, it gross. <laughs> Wait. Oh, because it was gross. Kind of combination. Was it mushy? It's too sweet. Maybe because it's too sweet and mushy. You know, I, people have said that about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so great. In people, <laughs> an endearing quality and trait. <laughs> Chris, you're too sweet and mushy. Um, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about bananas. Because I thought well, I liked I them. Also, I was also thinking... If you're tired of people latching yes. on to the oh. fact 
that you've ever told them that you're zero waste in quotes <laughs> and how they'll pick apart everything because oh obviously human nature and i imagined with bananas because you're throwing away that peel Wait. i imagine people being like well chris can you eat bananas <laughs> if they actually <laughs> zero waste that that's so real i mean like for real you just compost it obviously but <laughs> but the the yeah the picking apart of lifestyle things is so real where it's like i'm the one that's doing it not you you don't have to worry about that <laughs> like do, where where do you put the peel yeah uh it happens constantly constantly <laughs> um and like what's really hard about it is there are people who will like i'll tell about the veganism or the zero waste or the minimalism or any of the weird things that i do and there's it splits people into two categories there's people who are like legitimately interested in it and people who like want to live their lives the way they're living them and to like demean mine by saying something like that <laughs> um the problem is the question they ask is the same it's just the intent and so there's one group of people where i'm like i don't care if you want to do this or not like i'm not going to answer your question and there's people who are like excited about it and so they'll be like well what do you do about laundry detergent or something right <laughs> I, but then the other people are like well what do you do about laundry detergent <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm like, do I get excited and tell you, or do I just feel like I, I make my own? Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> right. That's such a good point, though, because I think I'm sure that extends to like so many hobbies or professions. But true, I, I I get that with my work all the time. It's like I had never thought about it that way, but it's so true. Um, this is my cousin Lucy. Everybody, <laughs> I, I didn't do a podcast for. <laughs> a year maybe longer and then this happens and i didn't introduce you until now hi friends oh my gosh what do you do for a living lucy i i'll give you my quick spiel when i'm in the middle of like quote dinner parties okay but uh, how many dinner parties have you been to in the past six months <laughs> careful <laughs> i know i feel like i'd have to give a three-hour protocol breakdown then debrief if i mentioned any of them but I, I i guess caveat for now in any future discussion always high level of protocol provision um but no dinner party okay but uh my trade is social work I have a license in social work in Maryland, and I manage or coordinate two different teams. And I could talk about it for about 12 hours, but basically I divert uh, crisis and emergency situations from law enforcement involvement and from hospital involvement. And so one is called mobile crisis and one is called law enforcement assisted diversion. That I think is the quickest possible description I could get. But we get dispatched out with law enforcement or, in, or with 911 related calls. But that's me. In terms of 
tr profession and and work. What? When did you get that job? I started on the social work path many, many years ago, decade ago, maybe, and slowly but surely found my way into the crisis world. And so I first started as a mobile crisis clinician, like actually going out in the field, as they call it, uh, probably six years ago. And then four years ago, I started this team out in a rural county near where I live. And then the, the law enforcement diversion stuff is like super hot new topic, uh, relatively new topic. Uh, but that's we've only had that team for about a year. Nice. Um, I think it's one of the things I'm most proud of is like creating that position and that team. It was the most like confident I've ever been about something. I didn't just it was like, I'm not just going to be a clinician. I'm going to do something different. And I think I had to convince myself along the way that I could do it. But now here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's do you do you feel confident in everything now? Like, do you feel like you are an authority on the subject in a way that you didn't before? Yeah, I like the way you asked the question, because I think feeling like an authority on the topic for me doesn't always equate with confidence, but <laughs> right. it, it, uh, it, yes, I do feel like now I can be an authority on the topics and I could talk about them forever and always in every, any amount of like high level or minute view. But I think confidence has come. Actually, I was just talking about this in therapy. We, <laughs> week ago. It, do we are we allowed to say her name or should we like give her a different name um <laughs> i feel like I, I just feel like it would be so hard right to make a different, you can't because chris knows my therapist's <laughs> name that's the kind of relationship i have with chris and my therapist <laughs> <laughs> does, does your therapist know my name yes okay then, then we're fine <laughs> I think she doesn't remember it and sometimes just calls you the trombone. Cousin, but, <laughs> but so do most people. <laughs> Fair. Is this your cousin with like the trombone or like something about YouTube? <laughs> Both, actually. Have you heard his new jams? Those kind of things. But yes, I, I think she would be totally fine with us mentioning her first name. Her name's Carol. Thank God, because I wasn't going to um, be able to stop myself. No, truly. Especially because Carol Danvers of Marvel fame, it's so fitting that that would be her name. You know what we should have done is is just, and in the future we should do this. And I wonder if people do this. Is like, and we're, let's just give her like a fake name. Let's call her Carol. <laughs> and then yeah, people don't like look duh. into it. Right, especially for that level of relationship yeah. with someone. <laughs> and then like... If you found one named Carol, you would be like, well, it's not her. They, like, changed the name. Like, it's specifically mm -hmm. not this one. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like only if you were, like, Beyonce or Ariana Grande or someone absurd like that, where there would be some stands going out trying to, like, search and be like, well, maybe they're actually telling us the real name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call her BTS. Yes, the Carol. entire group <laughs> is your yeah. therapist. Yeah. So yeah, we were just talking about that 
Carol and I, um, if anyone doesn't already have a therapist, obviously giant endorsement <laughs> and also uh, endorsement for parts work. If you've heard someone talk about the inner child. What's that? It's what Carol specializes in. She does um, EMDR, which is, if you've heard of that, it's a good treatment. It also isn't no. just for isn't just for PTSD anymore. Um, EMDR is awesome. I could talk about that forever. I could have a whole thing about it. Um, it uses like the physiology of your brain and the cognition at once. You're like changing both at once. It's really cool, especially if someone doesn't necessarily want to ever talk about deeply about things that are troubling them or like oh, yeah. things that are really bothering them, particularly invented for people that have severe and significant trauma history. So you don't have to like immediately delve into and talk about it, okay. but you still are processing it. Here's a real deep question. Yeah. How would you know if you have that? Well, we could, we could actually answer that question. Like we could talk about that question, but generally it's for people that know they have something they want to address but don't want to like dive in yeah and and it's painful or super trick i'll use the word triggering to yeah say it out loud to someone they don't know very well yet okay uh here's a question that yeah i've been wondering for a long time and for a long time i mean like probably like not even a year um there's like apps and stuff now and i feel like you might have opinions on them but maybe you don't okay. uh, one is called better help and i hear it like advertised on everything and everything's mother um <laughs> do you know it and like is it trash it feel i feel like it's trash but maybe it's good i don't know i'm I feel like I always have like a gut response to something and then I want to explain further, but gut yeah. response is it's amazing for sure. Like hundred percent, the right answer for certain people. Okay. And I'm glad it exists. Um, maybe your lifestyle or your comfort with talking to someone in person or whatever is like a barrier to traditional therapy. So, so glad that an app exists. Is also it... people that just want to text and don't want to. Oh, right. You could text. Talk. Yeah, including like being in a situation where you can't get to therapy or you're in like mm -hmm. a situation where it's not safe for you to talk about what's going on. Sure. Out, out. I don't know. Those are maybe extreme cases, but I'm sure it's happening a lot. Yeah. Young, quote, young people uh -huh. <laughs> who are not me, uh, maybe wanting to engage that way. It's cost effective. But like, is, are you going to get connected with like, me and i'm just gonna be like yeah tell me what's wrong all right <laughs> <laughs> well i do know i have actually been solicited to join i think anyone they find that has a license okay they because if, if you have a license you have to be registered with your state of course uh -huh. to practice therapy and you have to they know you're in good standing and the state can release your address to anyone who wants to solicit for certain things like jobs or uh continuing education credits that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so i have i have been 
asked to join their forces before. So I know they they ask for licensed clinicians. So that's a bit that's like a a litmus of the quality. But I also know some licensed clinicians <laughs> that I would not want to receive therapy from. And no way. There's the there's always the risk of like. I guess I maybe I'm biased about this, but like if you're going for quantity over quality of professionals for like for them hiring mm -hmm. so that there's always someone available to talk to the person on the app, I think you're of course going to risk that the quality could be pretty low. But yeah. I think if I've heard people say from the apps that if you develop a relationship with one person, then you can kind of make them your one yeah. therapist. But hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, also, it's a business, so they are gonna also, of course, say that they're way they're awesome, glorious, and amazing, and, and they've yeah. done everything. I, right? I don't know. I, I just I hear it advertised all the time, and I'm like, oh, that's suspicious. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, therapy is being advertised to me when it literally never <laughs> has been. Like you yeah. have to have like a family or a friend be like, no, it's really good. You should like, that's how this happens. Mm. And now all of a sudden they're like advertising everywhere and have mm. millions of dollars. That's interesting. So, so you could yeah. get a good one. You could get a good one. Is the could get a good one. And I think maybe my overall philosophy is like, I think also you always have to have extremes so that we can settle somewhere in the middle. Right. That's an mm. oversimplification of everything, but I think we just solved everything. <laughs> All right, but at least, at least, like some people whose maybe family or friends have never ever suggested therapy to them. Right, maybe that's their first thought of like, oh, maybe it's not the big deal or too oh, scary. Just maybe I'll somebody. Try. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm into that. Yeah, better I, hope I also... you can advertise with us. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> We, uh, okay, we approve. Uh, also, just my preconceived notion about, like, virtual therapy in general, mm -hmm. I think was very negative. And now I only have virtual therapy. Oh, right. So I, I now believe that it can be effective. Huh. I, I mean, I obviously would have left room for maybe yeah. it does work before but sure. now i'm like okay i converted uh but. do you want to play a game or answer a question oh if it's question i mean if it's big questions you know i could just keep talking and I talking and I even, have, I even have notes about things that i was like let me actually make a note of things we were supposed to get finished talking <laughs> no about. we will never finish that list if we live True. to be a thousand. I, I mean, the things that I put down, too, I'm sure we will talk about again because I love talking about them. <laughs> so there's no worry there. Okay. Um, Game, please. Okay. This is not going to be a fun game. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I have to choose who lives or dies. <laughs> uh, there's an item in my house that we uh -huh. bought together. You have to guess what it is. Oh. Would you like a hint already? <laughs> no, because uh, uh, the a thing about me that will sh I'm sure be clear <laughs> or learned is that I will carry a lot of emotional burden 
about guessing this right. <laughs> That's correct. That's why, that's why I said this would not be fun. Um, so we bought it together here, which is important because you have you haven't been here in a while. Mm-hmm. When was that? Would okay. you say? 2015, 14? 14. Okay, 2014. It is now 2020, almost 21. We bought this together in 2014, okay. in probably May, if I had to guess. Yeah, that feels right. Whew. I'm currently going down into my shirt because <laughs> of the stress of trying <laughs> My neck is going down in, turtling down into my shirt for security and protection as I worry about not being able to guess this and Chris <laughs> judging me for the rest of my life emotionally. Uh, I will tell, here's a hint. I didn't, I wouldn't know about this except that I found it this week. Is it rotting hatch chilies? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you buying raw hatch chilies. <laughs> no, uh, it is perishable. However, it is showing zero signs of the fact that it is many years expired. <laughs> can I do? Can I like get hints by asking you questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. Are you a little bit? Are you being a little bit, I can't tell if you're being a little bit silly about the perishableness. Is it something like, it's an everyday item, but you happen to remember that it is from then? <laughs> no, no, I haven't used it at all, but uh, besides the time we did, but it is complete. like it has an expiration date on it for sure. And it's definitely in like 2017. Oh, but you wouldn't know. If you if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find it? Or is that too obvious? Um, is it gonna be too it's a obvious? kitchen item. Okay. But I think I found it in the closet and then moved it to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> did you buy it in like in your town or when we went somewhere else? In in our town, uh, we were getting dinner things, and you're like, "Oh, we should do this," and I was like, "Okay." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of 2014 me. I'm getting in there. What do I like to eat? What do I make? I Where get, am I at? We made beets as well, but oh, I guess were you yeah vegetarian at the time? I don't know. I think not, but but this is not meat that is was in my <laughs> well, closet. Yeah. And then... You would never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was like a salami or something. Because I'm sure there were some <laughs> at cured least six meat. year old. I'm sure there were at least some six year old cured meats in our grandfather's basement. Oh, true. <laughs> I don't um, think it looks fine, though. <laughs> well, true. You wouldn't eat it. <laughs> no. Um, is it... I'm going 20 questions okay. route a little bit now. Is it smaller than a loaf of bread? Y- yes. <laughs> um, Equal size. <laughs> I, I feel like for the listener's point of view, you have just as much 
a chance of guessing this as as Lucy does. <laughs> <laughs> she has a tiny bit of context that maybe she'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that, but only after we've already guessed it. It is smaller than a bread box. Oh, God. Is it some sort of herb or spice? It is not an herb or spice. That's a good guess. Uh, that's a great guess. Um, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were like, oh, we got to have this one thing. Um, it's a great guess. Oh, God. Is it... Is it a vegetable? Uh, oh god <laughs> I don't wanna I, this isn't supposed to be hard for me <laughs> well that just makes me if you can't decide if it's a vegetable or not yes. it uh, makes me think about a topic I recently read about about how everything all the vegetables we eat and fruits are kind of all just like genetically aggrandized parts of early plants that is not the issue here okay but but we could talk about that <laughs> we can absolutely talk about that this is kind of a vegetable oh gosh guys i'm sorry this is really dragging on <laughs> Okay, uh, would you like a, a hint? Yes, please. The reason we bought this is because I had just moved into this place and the previous tenant left a bunch of stuff. And some of the stuff they left were appliances. And that one of those appliances is the reason we bought this item. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give okay, you the, the appliances that it wasn't. The ice cream well, machine assuming... and the crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming blender and smoothie related. No. No blender Dang was it. left. I wish. Dang. No food processor, no blender. Just what? a walk. <laughs> what? Yeah. So this is this I mean... this is an appliance that can only be used with this item. Which is the, oh. to say I haven't used this appliance since that day because oh I haven't used this item. What? <laughs> and it's something that you it wouldn't go bad, but kind of went bad. Oh. Olive oil? No. No, that's not only not a sweet potato, not an egg. Mm -hmm. Not. Oh, God. I. Uh, is it edible? It is edible. Yes. Did but you say that already? You have to put it in the appliance for it to become what. Oh my gosh! Is it popcorn? It's popcorn. <laughs> oh. And tell my. me right now, is that a vegetable? Yes. Yes. You did it. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> The corns, they come from a vegetable. I don't know if I, it, it was right. It was the right answer to say yes, vegetable for the guessing game. Thank you. But we could talk 
for a while about like oh i have my vegetables today it was <laughs> snacking on popcorn chris i just saw and was totally bamboozled by an item oh online and it was a bowl that you could cook you could just buy popcorn kernels mm -hmm. as we did <laughs> those many years ago yeah uh and you just put it in the bowl in the microwave with butter, oil, whatever, salt. Yeah. And you can make your own. You don't need to buy the microwave bags. This is great for those of us who don't want to just, like, throw away the popcorn bag every time. We and didn't I was like, buy a popcorn bag, for the record. Right, because you have the machine. True. But this oh, way right. you don't even need the appliance. You don't think you could just do it in a bowl? Chris, exactly. I was about <laughs> to buy the effing bowl. And, it's just a bowl. Me, I went there. I'm sorry. I said F, but I, I was about to buy it. And then I was like, oh, 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 wait a minute. This is literally just something I've never thought you could do. Yeah. You just need to make sure you have something on top of it. Um, like, you just put some so... little plastic thing so it doesn't pop completely out of the bowl. <sighs> We're getting into like weird physics that I don't understand, but I think the popcorn bag is certainly to get like the flavoring buttery weirdness like on it, but I think it's like a steamer. So that it heat it pops faster because it's heating and steaming. Uh, it. More evenly. So you don't more have burned evenly. popcorns and uncooked popcorns. I think that's part of the beauty of the microwave in general. <laughs> okay, let's ask the internet sometime. We'll get back to each other on this. I'm no. sure. I think we have to pretend we know and <laughs> tell this each other classic, how it works. That's a usually... classic you and me. <laughs> so uh, here's how it works. Um, the You would have to put a towel over the bowl to lock in some of that moisture and that's how it works. Um, okay. I will say, I will say, every one of the things I saw online had a plastic topper, but it wasn't like sealed. And one even had the plastic topper has a has grating in it, G R A T I N G, T as in as in Tiger Tom <laughs> Tango. Got it. Um, but. It, that way you could set butter on top and it would slowly Stop. melt. Stop. They're extra. Yeah, but that's the new one because that's glass instead of silicone and that's the one I was going to purchase. <laughs> uh, and then I realized I have a lot of glass bowls at home. and How many I glass could just bowls? Put up six. Wow, that's not that many. That's pretty it's good. It's a set. Uh, oh. But you could just put a plastic colander on top of it and there you go. Like yeah. a little cage. You could. You could balance toothpicks across it if you wanted to. I wouldn't. Well, we'll report back to you live next time. I learned. Popcorn. Hold on. I learned something the other day, which is about microwaves, which is the beverage button, which I always thought was just like five minutes. Easy click that button and it's five minutes some of them are that it's way crazier than you think or maybe you already know it has a um like humidity sensor 
and it knows when the beverage has boiled because or is about to because it right she's making a face oh, oh wow yeah. i i always want to believe that there's a reason why there are specific buttons on the microwave mm-hmm. and i i want to believe that if you have a decent microwave it can it has powers that we've yet to unlock it's just the one power but the same is true for the popcorn button it waits for the the like moisture to come out the steam yeah that's the word i was looking for well i guess i always want to believe i think i always want to believe more into things than people things whatever than is true but i always want to believe that the microwave could like adjust its power while it was functioning so that if it was sensing Mm -hmm. like for defrost maybe it like changes from like higher to lower Mm -hmm. i don't know that's probably not real at all, but that's I, I, it I depends in. on the microwave is what I've found because all the microwaves have the same buttons. But if you go to like Walmart and get a twenty dollar microwave, <laughs> it's just like preset times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was this super fancy microwave from like the eighties that this guy was reviewing. Technology connections, if you want to check it out, and uh, it it's the most like high-tech microwave you've ever seen and no microwave can do what this microwave did in the 80s and right. it literally had like recipes on it that you could like it had a little screen it would read out the recipes and then you like hit the button and you could make the recipe in the microwave and it would use all of its sensors to like cook it properly and it like everything hard-boiled egg like everything it, or like souffles and like crazy stuff like it had it all pre-programmed using that sensor and in the power settings. So, yeah. I've, if I've learned anything from anything is that microwaves can be used for a lot more. <laughs> what? No, it just cooks things. What do you mean a lot more? Well, I uh, generally I'm just reheating stuff in there. Do you make tea in the microwave or is that not allowed? Only at work. People because, make fun of me for doing it. I'm like, it's just boiling water. Yeah, and especially when you just want one cup. I just want one cup. But now at work we have a electric kettle, so uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's that. But sometimes it gets too hot, and then your tea's all bitter. <sighs> That's what happens anyway. Also, sometimes soy milk, alternative uh, milks, yeah. they're always overflowing in the microwave, and then I have a problem. So what do you mean I would love to set the... Well, like first let me boil? say, I can't wait to use the beverage button because it will probably <laughs> alleviate this problem. I don't know. But also, there's something about, again, things I know little about, but I'm going to tell you what the answer is. Oh, I love is. it. Go ahead. I've always, I always just have written it off as like, eh, soy milk. There's something different about the chemical structure. So uh, the bubbles, they get really big and they build on themselves <laughs> and then this spills over. That's true, for sure. <laughs> it's, oh, and it's a fine line and you are living the great life of reheating your tea with soy milk or whatever. And then all of a sudden you have nothing left in your mug because it's all on the glass tray. And no now way. you have to clean it up and you're embarrassed. And I bet by the time you clean it up, your tea's cold. And Oh, Chris, it's yeah. always so cold. <laughs> already my, I've only worked with my, my new staff for like a year, and they all already know a lot of things about me that 
I wish they weren't like already chuckling about. And one is that I always leave reheated mugs of tea and coffee in the microwave. You leave them in? And I on oh. accident, you know, forgetting about them. Here's the thing and that I did. I left a, a thing of hot chocolate in the microwave uh, for a day. It was soy milk. Okay. Did I drink it the next day when I found it? Yes. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Soy milk has a longer shelf life. If soy milk doesn't smell like fermenting soybeans, you can drink it. That's you can take that to the bank, all right? If anybody gets sick, <laughs> you heard it here. I lived a comically gross life in college and I I say I love to speak with hyperbole, but truly my roommate and I once couldn't figure out why our room smelled of death and like nasty gaggy fermenting smell and it's because we had both accidentally left multiple soy milk cereal bowls under our beds and not gotten around no. to washing them. And they were all stinking. And it was also around Halloween time. And I had purchased a pumpkin I was going to carve in yeah. my dream life scenario of like the ideal me I imagined myself to be. I was going to carve this pumpkin. This was sophomore year of college. It was an aspirational pumpkin, huh? And it, it was so not the reality. It was because it ended up jammed in a corner under my bed near these nasty soy milk bowls. And it too was rotting and leaking pumpkin juice all along the back of my bed. Oh, I'm going to be honest. Your roommate doesn't seem to be the culprit here with one single soy milk bowl. Mm, well, Leaky you... pumpkin juice? <laughs> well, it was uh, equally our both of our pumpkin, but she, oh. you um, you know her. Oh yes, um, she's a goddess divine. But we were both having a really rough year, and so <laughs> there are a lot of comical bad, uh, bad memories from that year. I'm sorry, we were having a rough year does not excuse the pumpkin juice and soy milk balls. Why didn't you finish the milk? Is my first question. Well, we had mostly, it was mostly finished. Uh, like, you know, you sip the milk, the soy milk at the end. It kind of sounds done. like it's mostly the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. But soy milk, when it's rotting, smells horrible. It smells bad. If you haven't experienced it before, you'll I know. I haven't. You smell it. Um, I just had a moment where I was like, if it tastes fine, it's probably fine. Oh, <laughs> bleach in my water? <laughs> I was like, so we, we had to shock the well because there's bacteria mm -hmm. in my water system. And so you, all you do is you pour a ton of bleach in the well and let it mm -hmm. sit for a day. And then you, you run the faucet so that most of the bleach is gone. And then you can drink yeah. it again. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so you just basically like run the faucet and sniff it. I mean, I assume most people buy like bleach tablets that like register the chlorine amount. I didn't. And yeah. it's been like a week. And I took a glass of water and I took a little sip and I was like, it doesn't taste like bleach. It must be fine. Oh, you're laughing, but I think that's 100% true. Like, I mean, think like you would, you can have a, you can even have like a, you can have like a 
probably a glass of pool water and you'd still be fine. So that's, I thought that as well. And I was like, let me just look it up. And it was like, like, what happens if you drink too much, like if there's too much bleach in your water? And they were like, bladder cancer <laughs> is the number <laughs> well, one effect. And I was like, that's bad. I'm, my guess is that they were still talking about like a lifetime exposure. Uh, well, yeah. I like I, I lived in Baltimore for a while and sometimes when there was like heavy rain, yeah, all the nastiness from all the sewers and everything rises up and gets into the harbor. Uh-huh. And then, first of all, nature is wild because that's disgusting and problematic and just a result of ancient sewer lines in the city that there's no money to fix. But it makes a vibrant aqua color in the harbor because Whoa. of all, all the, the like the no from the, all the um the bioculture i don't even know what different things that are like thriving on oh. the sewer matter and they that's like the color that is emitted like that is created in the water because they're doing their thing they're teeming with life it's teeming with life and it's this beautiful color <laughs> of the rainbow that you would enjoy thoroughly but was a sign of unhealthy water so sometimes your water in baltimore would just taste a lot more chlorine because they had to treat it um huh. a little more heavily so you know this is probably fun <laughs> okay good uh <laughs> i have some questions i asked instagram for questions for the podcast did they know it was going to be related a <sighs> relative no, no, but I wanted to. So I said life questions because I was like, I swear if everybody's asking me about the trombone, I'm going to freak out. There's there's this weird thing where I just hate the trombone. <laughs> 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 like it has given me everything in my life <laughs> and I just I don't like it in certain ways. Like uh, I do live streams every every week where I just improvise music and people will be in the comment section saying like oh play this trombone piece it's like a very popular very for the trombone we're like oh that classic piece that everybody plays and i'm just like i will never ever play trombone music here <laughs> and then inevitably if i do a q a people are like well, what mouthpiece do you play is like the the stereotypical question you should just Not scroll that in a in a banner across every video you do <laughs> what mouthpiece i play literally like people who do this kind of thing I, I haven't i don't think it might be but they just put it in the description like here's my equipment because you're gonna ask oh yeah but that yeah people ask some really good questions not everybody but some people and so here's one that i like it says I'm am i allowed to pause you for a second to backtrack and yeah. therapize you for a second yeah i feel like i can't help it i feel like i always have to like therapize but i feel like you're talking about the trombone your relationship with the trombone yeah one of the best things i like the quick like instagram quote worthy things that sometimes just really speak to you <laughs> was <laughs> that every person like even your favorite person in your life can't be everything for you like yeah even your partner your what your whoever your best friend like they're not going to be everything for you you need like all different people so uh -huh. yeah of course trombone can't be everything for you all the time like i don't want to hang out with my 
husband every day. You can't be everything for me. He's boring sometimes. I want to be like, get out. I don't want to talk to you. But I also love you and want to do all the other things with you. Um, but a trombone can't be all those things for you. I don't think... I don't think personifying my trombone is a good way to go about this but uh i i honestly just think it's because i've been asked to do these things so many times and i'm just kind of over it but uh, the trombone music thing is like i love classical music but it's also like not what i do anymore i don't know so people are asking me to play like these concertos and stuff and i'm like there are so many people who could do that way better than me. And it's also just like not what I do. So it's not why people are here is kind oh, of like yeah. the main thing. I don't know. It's not why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it would just be so weird if I'm like in the middle of playing pop tunes and I'm like, all right, let me play the whip out this concerto. <laughs> but actually, last n- don't <laughs> not like on people. I just, uh, I, I just in the live stream. I was uh, yesterday. I was doing Christmas songs in the wrong mode. Do you know mm. what that means? I wonder if a non-music, classically trained person would know what that means. I mean, I, I wouldn't quickly be like, yeah, obviously, but I could guess that it was just like, oh no, that feels too simple. It's not real. No, probably it is. Go ahead. I don't know, like just a different. Well, I just assumed style, kind of, but mm. like not not just style, but like does it have to do with the like time signature? So okay, <laughs> uh, you're you're like kind of surrounding it. It's it's um like major and minor are two modes. Oh, and so <laughs> there are actually seven modes, and two of which are major and minor. Those are the only ones that matter. Don't at me. But um, I'm doing I'm doing wide eyes about yeah. this. Yeah. So it was. I wanted it to be. See, no, this is good because I I put it as like the in the thumbnail as like playing them in the wrong modes. I don't think people know what that is, but I don't know how to say like I'm playing songs that are in major in minor and songs that are in minor in major. That's too long. So how how do you say it? Well, hopefully it would just make people interested to be like, what does that mean? And then click Mm. on it. Because I would be curious. In the middle of one of these tunes, somebody was like, play Bluebells of Scotland, which is like a classic trombone concerto. And so in the middle of this tune, I just played the opening to it. (laughs) I'm just like, is that what you wanted? I didn't (laughs) say that. It was. In the comments, you're like, oh my God, he did it. I'm like, God. All right. That's so lovely. Okay, so, sorry. Here's a question. It's a good one. It's from Kate. And it says, how do you not get jealous when you see other people doing similar things to you? Oh. Right? It's a good question. Can, can we actually... Can, yeah, I think your guest should just be Carol. <laughs> Let's get Carol on. Like... Okay, first of all, what do you think of when I ask that question? Because for me, it's completely like my career is surrounded by that. Like you're going into trombone and there's all these trombone players doing literally exactly the same thing. Now I've I've carved out a niche, but for a long time, I was literally looking like, oh, there's that person doing that thing I want to do. There's that person doing that thing I want to do. I'll follow in their footsteps or whatever. Like, so how what do you think of when I ask that? Because I don't think it's like trombone players on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think 
I feel like when I'm thinking about someone doing the same thing as me, yeah, it's probably career work, long-term career plan related. Maybe because it's easier to imagine that in personal world, like life, everyone's so on their own path. Like maybe it feels easier to feel unique and like, it's okay wherever you're at personally. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like I always am thinking of, things as personal versus professional self and personal versus professional life yeah Um. personally like in my personal life i have like toxic confidence (laughs) where i'm like i'm doing everything right everybody else is wrong (laughs) i i think because yeah i think the question to me implies or like when i think of the question it's implying like yeah when someone's doing the same thing as you like you wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, someone else is trying to go to college. Like, <laughs> look at him. How will I ever compete? Or we're not the same. Like, I don't know. I feel like that yeah. doesn't happen as much. It ends up being more like specific with your work or some sort of goal or aspiration you have. Or if you're like trying to start a small business or something mm-hmm. or like that would be difficult. I feel like the way the question is phrased you're already like in the right spot because like you're doing the same thing as them so you're doing it like how are mm-hmm. you yeah getting jealous it's 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 almost like baked into it. it's like you think they're doing it better than you or are further along right. on that path than you right yeah i think too oh no my brain's going in a hundred different directions but just pick one I think two. I guess yeah. You can only say one word at one time. <laughs> it's um, I struggle a lot with just cosmic unfairness, like feeling the cosmic unfairness sometimes. Like what? that there's no something that feels like there's no so it's because those things feel like there's no solution to it because you. It's like I would just you know there's that little young part of you parts work carol carol <laughs> hashtag carol. <laughs> carol hashtag um there's like a part of you that like fears that something not for everyone but for a lot of people there's a part of you that just is trying to protect you from experiencing something that would just feel unbearable mm-hmm. and like it's not necessarily that you fear that you're going to be like something specific is going to happen to you, but it's more just like fearing being too exposed or like being too seen and embarrassed, all these things. And I think that happens to me all the time. Of like, I just want that part just would love if I could move through the world where I am unique and special and everyone knows it. Uh-huh. And I don't have to prove to everyone how amazing, special and unique I am. Everyone will just know. I feel like that feeling always flares up for me when I'm applying for a job. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, how am I supposed to write quickly in this, like, application? Or I don't, I want to know what, what was the question asker's name? Kate? Kate. I want to know what Kate's, like, field is or what specifically she's thinking about jealous, like, with jealousy, but, or with doing the same as her, because I feel like that happens to me a lot with, if I'm trying to, you know, apply for a grant or apply for a job and it's like no one else is as good as me i know how good i am but how do i tell everyone about it 
I think it's also inherently like sometimes in gendered socially to feel like I know I'm awesome like but how do I tell people about it without sounding like too confident too confident or too like boisterous or annoying and so maybe I also think sometimes Chris I'm talking a lot that's kind of why you're here feel like (laughs) (laughs) I would love it if you didn't just sit there and look at me (laughs) I also think I feel jealous sometimes because other people are being louder or more confident Mm. about doing the same thing as me Mm -hmm. and it feels the cosmic unfairness feels like it comes up there because it feels unfair that they are they think that they get to or should be louder about it you're like i'm better than you you don't get to say that right yeah i Mm. think that's what it when that jealousy comes up for me or like um i think you're right chris that my brain keeps going back to the idea that like the question implies that you assume someone's doing it better than you or your brain's telling you that they're doing it better than you or (laughs) that other people think they're better than you and you know they're not (laughs) yeah right but regardless of any of those thoughts you are in the same field as them totally like you you are equals in the eyes of the lord (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah um, so i don't know maybe it's just kind of getting into that and on both sides of that being like they're not better than me but also like i'm not better than them like right we each have our own lane yes dude chris you're so right anytime you reframe something as like like again parts of the self you know you know your thought and feeling and experience is coming from your true core self if there's if it feels light and positive mm-hmm. and joyful and like connected to humanity because you're you're yes that's such that's so right i always get so bogged down in like <laughs> but i'm just as good as you but it's also like yeah we're all just trying our best yeah so um, for me it seems like kind of a cop out a lot of the time because my lane is like pop music covers on youtube it like gets so specific where it's like yeah i'm I'm doing that's what i'm doing nobody else that's nobody else is doing this so i don't have to compare myself to anybody but uh it's it's kind of true like that's kind of how i've simmered down into not trying to compete with every single person i see um Mm -hmm. like playing music in general let alone all the other things uh it has bubbled up a little bit on just like i guess youtuber musician things where like you just are comparing yourself to the other youtuber musicians even though we're doing completely different things it's like oh well whatever they're doing is resonating better with an audience so they're right obviously you know like (laughs) and i should be jealous that definitely has bubbled up a bit over the past couple years but uh as far as like what i'm doing specifically it's like it's so niche that even though I'm sure other people look at me and they're like, oh, he's doing the same thing. I would never think that because I'm like, like, even if you're making trombone videos on YouTube for a living full time, I'm like, yeah, but mine are different. <laughs> like, we're not doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's. I saw a thing 
recently. And I, I hope reading that helped other people, but it, it just, I, my brain can't latch onto it like deeply is mm -hmm. this idea of just know that there are countless people out there in the world doing the exact same thing as you poorly, but, <laughs> but confidently. So just go out there and, and do your, and do your thing and know that you're better than other people doing the same thing as you, but they're doing it and believing that they're doing it fine or they don't care about doing it better. And you do. And like, I want to like, I want that to mean something to me and help me through all my hangups around that stuff. Just like the asker um, yeah. of the question, but I, it sometimes it falls short for me. Like that doesn't. Here's a question. You can't believe in it. Is there a difference between thinking you're hungry and being hungry? <laughs> Does someone ask this, or is this just a Chris? That's just Chris. that's all me. <laughs> it relates, um, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah i think that is also part of working on the parts of yourself like getting to know the parts of yourself that are activated by different situations versus reality answer like, the question <laughs> yeah well that's what i felt chris i feel like i'm really answering the question but from just like such a philosophical perspective it's a yes or no um, answer i think there's a difference <laughs> You think there's a difference? Yes. Hmm. But you wouldn't know the difference if you're living it. The difference between actually needing to eat food physiologically and thinking you should eat food. <laughs> but but no, it's not the eating food. It's the being hungry. Like thinking like, hmm, am I hungry? Or just being like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do you think there's like a, it's a difference in in how that manifests where it's like how you eat is going to change versus like oh I need to go eat something versus like hmm, maybe I'll go eat something <laughs> yeah because I mean because I was truly thinking about times where you're like your stomach's growling yeah. you have a headache like you need to but eat something in that moment do you not think you're hungry yeah <laughs> Uh, but then now we have to start defining what hunger means it, there, and it's like a pain scale like true it's all relative also i think to each person so yeah. what is hungry all right so <laughs> the other day i guess it's like a long time ago now I, so I, I came out with this this single called thanksgiving eve right and it's about an experience that I had the, the night before Thanksgiving and an experience that you had the night before Thanksgiving many years ago. Okay. That's what you need to know about this. If you want to go listen to it, it's on Spotify. But here's the deal. I was working on it and honing it in because the first version of it was long-winded. It was weird. It's combining both of our stories in interesting ways and then also making up like a new one so it's it's like this amalgamation of is it just amalgam or amalgamation or are they both words 
Oh, God. Okay, great. So uh, it's a combination <laughs> of both of our stories in uh, yep. creating like this new thing that is fictional. Okay. There was a girl that I was seeing during this time of my life when I was working on this song. Mm. And she was here. Okay. And I told her... <laughs> I don't know the words I used to describe it, but I was like, hey, do you want to hear the song I've been working on? I I don't know how I phrased it, but it was incorrect and wrong. She thought the entire time I was playing the song that it was about my cousin. And uh, not about a story that my cousin had. Like, you were feeling that way, but then the narrator of the <laughs> The point of view of the story was you singing about your cousin. That's that's what she thought. <laughs> and I look over she her at the were... end, and the face she was making at me <laughs> is like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't like it. And she's like, no, it's good. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's <laughs> like, and and then she tells me like, it's like your cousin and I was like no it's like a story my cousin and she's like oh well that's not what you said (laughs) and I'm like going through the whole song like in like fast forward like how would that feel if that's what you thought and I was like that's bad that's not no no I'm like you let me do the whole song I don't even know how I would react you let me do the whole song and you didn't stop me for clarification. So there you go. Oh my god. So that's uh, yeah. Uh, I do really appreciate the way that you tell the story because I do appreciate that I had no idea where that was going. <laughs> I didn't either when I was living it. And you thought and uh, here you are thinking like here's this cute reveal of like this is a song that makes me think about you or related to you i had to the girl that like the thanksgiving eve girl this is a different (laughs) girl so so this was important that i told her that this song was not a story that i was like living because i had to tell her that like this this is a song that i'm not like personally super connected to so you don't have to worry about like the other girl in this song like it's my cousin's story <laughs> and i had like a, a kind of a little bit of a version of this but like this is this is not my story so don't be jealous when you hear this song that i'm singing a love song about somebody else that that was my intention okay <laughs> now <laughs> execution could have been better but the intention was pure <laughs> i'm really i'm really really happy for you that it uh only made it past the first few moments after listening to the song and it wasn't like her going home deeply troubled about your (laughs) do i need to be worried yeah no um but it was not a great feeling to be like i just performed this song which i don't do like i don't do that but it was just like i i've been working on this i'd like to play it for you oh and you were like you oh you weren't just playing it you were like um a recording of it you were no, live playing I was it singing it to her <laughs> yeah 
the full emotions of it all for your cousin. Very, very bad. <laughs> so yeah, that. What and, a great. I mean, it really encapsulates the awkwardness of Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and dating in 2020. Yeah. Don't say uh-huh. yeah like you know. True. It's bad. True. It's bad out here in the streets. You gotta like quarantine for two weeks to like go on a first date. <laughs> it's a lot of pre-commitment. It's so and much. I, I like can barely tolerate meeting new people in meetings on Zoom, <laughs> let alone like potential <laughs> significant other. I can't like if I'm not getting active body language. If I can't hear your tone at all times, if I can't see your face, like, how am I supposed to interact with you? <laughs> I just, it's been a lot of new people recently on Zoom meetings. and. Do you ever get in a Zoom meeting where they just don't turn on their camera? Yes, constantly. Don't you wish you had that kind of confidence? Just be like, no, I don't look good today. There. Speaking of jealousy of people doing the same thing, like... That that's a different level. But also I just feel like that's so disrespectful. That's my immediate thought. Maybe that's not like mm-hmm. the most nuanced or best or thorough interpretation, but immediately I'm like, well, I like you less immediately. <laughs> Which might be too hot of a take for this one. I like but, this. This is um, the hot take podcast. I was I was I will set up a specific scene for you, and okay. this is literally just me venting. I'm ready. But I was asked, as an as an expert in my field, yes. honored, proud, great, feeling confident. Yes. To I was asked to answer some questions for another county that's trying to start a similar team. Okay. So we had set up the Zoom meeting. There were going to be like five or six people from the other county on the meeting, and then my law enforcement partner um, and I were going to be the experts to answer all their questions. And we get on and my law enforcement guy, we'll call him Josh. Um, he and I were had our videos on because we want to have a back and forth, little conversation, a little friendly peers from other counties chat. Absolutely. And all of the other people, no video. <sighs> They invited me to a video <laughs> call. What? That no specification of like, it didn't even say call and invitation. It just, or it was just. Mm-hmm. And they, so I'm, here I am in mm-hmm. all of my like awkward video chat glory sitting there. Yeah. Embarrassed <laughs> for having my video on. And they're like, oh, I guess we'll turn our video on to say hello and introduce ourselves. And I'm like, you'll have to excuse me. I'm at home and I, my hair. and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. So it seems obvious to me from an outside point of view that like they must do conference calls and just like don't do video. Like it's just just what they do. And you do conference calls and you do. Truly. It was a, a miscommunication least but then there's this like added just social thing which is like even with something that you know you're right about like let's say like mask wearing right 
if you go into a situation and you're the only one wearing a mask, you feel weird. You're like, oh, like everybody's looking at me, even though you're right. Like it's it definitely is like I just want to like fit in and not stand out. No matter what. Yeah. Like, just let me blend in. I think I think also maybe our different interpretations of it of maybe because I I immediately would go to embarrassed. (laughs) But like that, I mean, that's yeah, no, I. So I had one like that, but it was, I mean, I, it's very similar. I was speaking at, like for a conference kind of thing and nobody had videos, but like, yeah, in that moment it was like, oh, they just don't have videos set up. Like, that's not what they're doing. They're, everybody's just attending. And I didn't realize that was the vibe. So now all of a sudden I'm just like playing in a room by myself and talking to myself. And that was the other thing. They didn't even have like audio Oh, so I was just yeah. like streaming to this void, hoping there were people on the other end <laughs> with zero feedback. <laughs> so at least you got some vocal yeah. feedback, I bet. That's true. At least that there's at least some vocal response. Oh my god, it's so awkward to be like, like saying good stuff and then just like silence. <laughs> like, okay. yeah. So you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, I was just attending a a virtual gathering of a podcast i really like like a live stream mm-hmm. and the host it was like a struggle when she was just talking to the camera with no feedback no other people talking anything and then as soon as uh there were other people also to interact with and like for her to communicate with immediately the vibe was better that was warmer everything she was more yeah. comfortable like it just is that way i mean it depends on what I'm doing because if I'm staring at, if it's just me in a space with a camera, not live, like not live streaming, mm-hmm. just me and a camera, that's that's my happy place. Well, yeah. But you also I have to have that. like the luxury of multiple takes to get yeah. in that space <laughs> of like, oh, this is fine. I can just relax. And if I have the luxury of multiple takes, I don't need them because I'm relaxed. You know? <laughs> It's very yeah. silly. That's beautiful. Um, a, I believe that's called a negative feedback loop. I learned that this week. Mm. Where the it's self-regulating. So the comfortability makes me less likely to make a mistake. and Which means I'm more comfortable. Which means I'm less likely to make a mistake. Which means I'm more comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's a negative feedback loop. Which is the positive outcome. right and a positive feedback loop would be i'm nervous and not confident so i'm more likely to make a mistake which is going to make me more nervous and less confident which is going to make me more likely so that's a positive feedback loop which is the negative outcome Mm -hmm. right yeah adding Mm -hmm. the positive meaning adding Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel like you even years and years ago, you described like a rudimentary version of that for your mindset for like stage performance completely i Come on. You've been listening to me? What is that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what I that's that's the the vibe when I uh when I perform or honestly when I I don't think about it when I perform, but when I do um stage fright and uh performance anxiety, we call it in the biz. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. when I do master classes on that, that's what I talk about. Special anxiety flavor of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> 
this Not anxiety is special. Not your um, <laughs> what do you have written down? I'm just going to, in true fashion, I'm going to just do a full reveal. Okay. Um, parts of the self. Goals slash visions. Happy Christmas person. <laughs> Laffy Taffy. And Compla Drop. <laughs> nice. Let me look up Laffy Taffy. Can you? Because I don't eat Laffy Taffy's anymore, you know? Well, yeah, you probably, yeah, you've given away all the ones you had left. I did. I did. I, also, you, uh, you talked earlier about, you were asking about confidence, if I have more confidence because I've done something for a while. Yeah. That, I was thinking about that still. What are you thinking about? <laughs> Because we talked, that's how we got talked about Carol and talking about how you, the parts sometimes of the self, the different parts that are like trying to protect you from embarrassment or like some thing they've decided you need to pay attention to or be protected from since childhood because of what, however you were raised. But those parts are often the parts that are looking out for you like maybe you shouldn't be confident about this or like eh, you might embarrass yourself <laughs> if you're too confident <laughs> okay um, he, what is embarrassment with the parts i feel like what i've come to see it as for myself is like being too seen and like there's a lot of responsibility with being seen and a lot of like potential for judgment from others but, and so embarrassment would be like the the overwhelming sense that you're being judged but why does that feel bad um like if well, other people are judging you i i let's be clear it does feel bad mm -hmm. <laughs> i get it mm -hmm. but what am i because like the true embarrassment feels like fight or flight like mm -hmm this is life or death literally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um when like it could be like oh my shirt was on inside out at the party <laughs> and i didn't realize it right mm -hmm. like that's like embarrassment or you realize it at the party and you're like i have to change that like people have seen me like w what is the where does that come from like what is the the true fear that like I think that you are not worthy i'm just jumping in because i feel like i've thought about this a lot yeah <laughs> the idea is that like for me and maybe it's different for other people but it's like the that you aren't worthy to be loved valued trusted respected that that's the underlying fear at all times and that if you make a mistake everyone will know the truth that you're not worthy <laughs> and like even if you have your shirt inside out or you were the only one who didn't get the memo about not being on video on zoom mm -hmm. or like you you had the audacity to believe in yourself and then and then it failed <laughs> you you shouldn't have believed in yourself obviously because you're not 100 percent perfect yeah <laughs> so embarrassment's like i feel like the fear that you've been like seen for who you really are and 
so much of like working on like strengthening your core self and like your true self is believing that you have worth just because of who you are and like that you're worthy you're enough just by because you exist but like imagine okay so the one of the worst embarrassments (laughs) that i think is so relatable is like Mm -hmm. falling accidentally Mm. like tripping (laughs) it's just like oh i'm looking at a dog right now penny bye not her butt (laughs) um like if you fall if you trip it's embarrassing right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people saw and then people are, like, are you okay and then it's worse because now it's like yeah i'm fine <laughs> like <laughs> why is that so embarrassing everybody does it literally everybody has tripped period and everybody's yeah. been embarrassed by it <laughs> you you were seen you were you opened yourself up to criticism by being seen but you, nobody's you know. criticizing you that's the part where it's like nobody's judging you you know nobody's like idiot fell. <laughs> like nobody i know but it's the one part thing when it's like to... uh, like in a professional setting or something where it's like oh they might be judging me when it's something like that where it's like literally people are like oh are you okay like they're not they're worried about you maybe or they don't care that's those are the options mm-hmm. but that that part of you that's trying to protect you is like, oh, we gotta, we gotta end this immediately. <laughs> like we, we were found out for not being perfect. Truly, like then, because people are now, because that feeling of people looking at you and you like having done a thing that was not effortless. Yeah. What's the coolest way to trip? <laughs> my my instinct is to do like five (laughs) push-ups and then keep walking like you're on the sidewalk you just trip over something you just do five push-ups and keep walking i yeah i guess it would have to be like a willy wonka on the purple carpet like what's that trip into a roll oh yeah oh i meant to do that (laughs) that's pretty good do you think that was improvised um Maybe my immediate thought is to say yes the first time, but then they had to do another take to make it look so perfect. Yeah, they weren't like ready to catch that on film. So do you have any other thoughts, like a a cool way to get out of a trip? I mean, usually it's you run, you do a little jog for three steps and then keep walking. (laughs) My go-to is just always just like (laughs) the, that, that concept of like, related to everything we're talking about is like uh trying to get ahead of the judgment where you're like yeah yeah i know I- i'm aware that i suck i'm the worst right <laughs> do you see me trip and fall so dumb <laughs> classic me <laughs> interesting like, hmm. if i can get ahead of the judgment then were you ever the person are you still i don't th- i think i know you well enough to know that you're not this person but were you ever the type of person who would go awkward <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> thank god <laughs> but it was a i think it was almost like a trend for a while it was but it's the worst because like you can have this uh. social like social uh 
normity, just like everything's fine, nobody's acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. And the second somebody says that, it's like great. Now it's now beautiful. It's, yeah, or like remember the trend of awkward turtle. I do. And people would do the hand motion. Does that come from from like? bully culture and making themselves feel better because they weren't the one who did the thing or is it just like a funny thing and it was supposed to be a joke i wonder i I recall it being all those things Mm -hmm. like it being a fun thing between friends and also be like weaponized (laughs) against people yeah as as all things are yeah i feel like it was truly like yeah like if you didn't know about awkward turtles, if you couldn't do the awkward turtle hand motion, it was, and he was even to the point of people would reference it as like, Ooh, being a little awkward turtle there with the awkward turtle. Like, well, their maybe, awkward yeah. turtle is awkward turtle. Yeah. It was getting real meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for a while, um, yeah, I'm recall- recalling the hands motion. I feel like you would be good. You have good thumbs for the awkward turtle motion. I, I've never done it. Can I? Don't make that face at me. Well, some of us are obviously cooler than others. So. Show me. Remember it? This. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. doing it. Yeah, okay. That was. Yeah, see, now you've done it. It was a trick. <laughs> Um, we'll leave room for interpretation of who was cooler having done it or not done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking for another good question that isn't music related. Mm-hmm. This one says, how do you throw out bad memories? <laughs> I like the questions because they inevitably make Lucy like recede into herself. <laughs> like, ooh, like I didn't realize I was gonna have to like think about stuff. <laughs> also, the questions imply that the person I feel like has a, a specific thing that they're dealing with, and I want to know more, and I want to. The Instagram question box doesn't leave a lot of room for new ones. (laughs) No. Um, I mean, do you, is the answer to accept the bad memories sometimes and to, like, is there ever, here's, here's a question that I have. Is there ever a time to just say, like, this is something we're not going to think about. We're actually going to put it in a box and not think about it. It's too traumatic. I don't like it. Or in your opinion, is it is there always like no we need to like address this? <laughs> this is exhausting to think about. <laughs> like, and this isn't like just the truth. This is just for you. Do you personally feel like, let's say for you or for other people, you could choose? Do you feel like there's there there? It's always worth diving in, or is there a time where you're like, you know what? you seem to be functional without that let's keep it there well my impulse is to have disclaimers for extreme scenarios yeah so i feel like when i'm talking about this i'm not talking about like true traumatic memory or like something that has developed into ptsd for someone which would be like where you're 
all your senses are involved in the memory and you like Mm -hmm. need intensive intervention to help you navigate that so i'm not talking about that stuff i think that's separate. is that is like, that the true definition of ptsd all the senses are involved in the memory if i'm asking if i'm like trying to do a diagnosis which mm-hmm. we could also have a whole other discussion about whether yeah. diagnosing is like a real thing or should be sure. used etc but it's what we've got right now mm-hmm. so if i'm like trying to help diagnose something and i'm like thinking maybe this person's dealing with symptoms of ptsd I'm going to look at, I'm going to ask questions like that. Cause someone isn't going to hmm. be able to like look at a list of clinical symptoms and be like, Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask something like when you have that memory, are all your senses involved? Like, can you remember what mm-hmm. it smelled, what things smelled like? Can you feel it? Et cetera. So what like, is the positive version of that? Where the memory is so strong of like Christmas cookies, you can remember everything about it. I think some of it is also just like something that's a tradition feels extra special because you've done it so many times. It's like Whoa. you've been exposed to it so many times. You you mm-hmm. have your brain has absorbed all the memory around surrounding it. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. It's not a specific memory in that case. It's like yeah, the it, amalgam of <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so so do you think that there's a Throwing out the extreme cases, of course, just for um, sensitivity's sake, like, or even just like internalizing it so you're not painting with broad strokes, strokes like, what mm-hmm. do you think there, there's a, a kind of memory where you're like, yeah, that happened and I acknowledge it, but like, we'll just leave it there? Mm-hmm. Or do you it, want to always dive in? I think it depends depends on what kind of parts of the self you're working with i mm-hmm. feel like a broken record at this point but it's the easiest like shortcut to describe big concept um if you're someone who like me it, the parts are constantly gonna replay those memories so that you don't make the same mistake again it's like a protective loving thing right. that they're doing but it feels excruciating <laughs> because you're constantly replaying a bad memory of like something sad something embarrassing mm-hmm. you know whatever you're saying um, that's or, that's a mechanism to make it so you don't make that you don't do that again yes got it and also could be that's like one thing that happens for me a lot i think with my the parts that are trying to protect me and then or also something that just really didn't make sense or was like really hard to compute at the time so like memories from when you're little like mm-hmm. with a parent or something or a situation that you just didn't have the cognition for at the time and so it's just stuck with you forever um so like the reason like that you replay embarrassing memories all the time is not because embarrassing memories have like a special place in your heart (laughs) or because it was particularly (laughs) traumatic it's literally just because it felt really bad and you don't want that to happen again it's a big piece of it yeah huh so I think for me, it's been about like um, trying to partner with the parts and like collaborate and like figure out that you have the same goal, like your true self and the parts like mm-hmm. you all want you, everyone wants you to succeed and be happy and be safe and be comfortable. So yeah. like if we can find our similar goal and work together instead of feeling like an enemy with yourself, then that's great. 
So that's pretty good. Trying to. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so trying to like, you're if if you're trying to like, push a bad memory away, you're at war with yourself, and it's just never gonna work. Yeah. Because um, the parts are like, but no, we're trying to help, and mm-hmm. they keep forcing the memory on you. So, I think the way that's worked for me is to actually like in a safe and comfortable way sit with the memory in a mindful way of like let me actually look it in the face and just see it for as a thing that happened and like not the actual like intention of mindfulness you know where you're just looking at it as a thing that happened it's neither good or bad it just is Mm -hmm. and then see what comes up like which parts are being are involved like is it the part that's trying to protect you just from doing that again or is the part that's like trying to figure out why your mom treated you the way they did or or whatever (laughs) like like what part is involved in the bad memory or like what is is your purpose what is your purpose exactly um which is always easier said than done and of course like if it's a really strong memory you Mm -hmm. might want to involve a professional but um i think you can get further to help let that memory lose some of its strength Mm -hmm. and like let it kind of just be and float around you or exist near you and not like trigger like strong feelings in you i think you're gonna have the most luck at that at doing that if you actually really think about it and look at it especially if it's like an old memory you're a totally different person than you were when that thing happened that's nice so you can you maybe even have new tools to process what happened but you're holding on to it at the age that you were Mm -hmm. then so that's sometimes helpful to like think about why did 12 year old you feel that way about it and how can whatever age you Mm -hmm. feel about it now so the question as it was posed is how do you throw out bad memories and so the answer I, I think, we're coming yeah. to is like you don't you accept you don't i oh for Chris, their accept is a brutal word <laughs> it's hard <laughs> for their purpose yeah and under under yeah understanding why that memory specifically is hanging on mm-hmm. it's and, not to torture you yeah and maybe you'll learn something along the way Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but i think yeah that it will I feel like you'll have more success if you even just reframe the question to yourself and like Mm -hmm. a different relationship with yourself and your brain about those things. For me, that has worked. It doesn't work for everyone, but it has definitely helped, I think, to think about it more as a collaboration than like, and a, a, yeah, man, it's hard not to use the word acceptance. That's fine. (laughs) I'm, I'm sad right now because I thought of a bit, that would have been great to be doing this entire time and now it's mm. over but i wanted to i want i would like to have said we do this every week like around here and then like go into like a segment where it's mm. like our long running segment that we do every week but uh and a side note just to end every single podcast we end with the same question which is what's the hardest you've laughed this week Oh, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. I like to think about that. Um, hardest I've left. 
I'm thinking of a couple of different examples. Well, what's the first one that comes to mind? The first one that came to mind was we're rewatching all the Marvel Cinematic Universe or comic book universe um, films in chronological order. And is it Marvel comic book universe or cinematic universe? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't correct you. It's cinematic. It's okay. so like the comic book universe is congruent. It it mm-hmm. is alongside the okay. the MCU, but the MCU, the cinematic universe, meaning uh, all of that takes place in the same timeline. Oh right, right, right. Um, I have also looked yeah. online at that giant web of all the different universes and yeah. where and how they do or don't intersect. Um, but there's a there's a great film uh, into the Spider Verse. Yes. Have you seen that one? <laughs> truly great yeah so that that is like the easiest depiction of what's going on where it's like oh they all exist together in different multiverses but like in this one this is what's going on and so it's saying like it's basically one long movie they all are taking place at the same time versus like the tv shows the marvel tv Mm -hmm. shows which are in the same universe but they're not in the mcu because right they like it's a one-way direction where it's like it's happening yeah. at the same time but they will never be like in the the movies um with a few yeah. notable exceptions where are you in the in the series so we just watched ant-man last night it's a good and one. we i'm enjoying doing chronological versus release date um what's the difference it's really helping so they release so the in the universe chronologically the movies occur differently than in the order they were released do they yes probably not very much some i mean some are you mean like like Like, okay a captain marvel yeah some are really obvious and then others are subtle like maybe two or three positions out of sync okay but it's wait is thor the first one (laughs) no i can I've written, I can tell you, I've written them all Oh my gosh. So this is hilarious. So I have been watching, you think that's crazy? I've been watching the extended Marvel Universe, including the TV shows in chronological order. Why wasn't the first thing you said? I don't know. (laughs) That's that's glorious. So I'm on, I'm on Luke Cage season two, which is before Infinity War. But there are so many TV shows. I've been doing this all pandemic. It's literally been like yeah, my thing. That's a lot. That's but, a, and a true commitment. And then no, there's we, one shots as well. And the one shots I think you should check out if you haven't seen them. Because uh, they are in the MCU. It's literally just like a little like short film. Oh, I did watch one. The one um where the, the couple finds one of the relics. Oh, item whatever. Yeah, 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 and they, you do a heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you? That was, that was good. Right. What you? What you laugh at though? So, I, I will say spoiler spoiler alert because for it's a fun scene. It's a fun scene in the movie. When did Ant Man come and out? You, this was the first time I was seeing it. <sighs> okay, so if you haven't seen Ant Man. <laughs> Don't it's listen really to this part scene. because Lucy thinks it's really fun and doesn't want to spoil it for you. I don't want you to be anticipating this moment happening because what brought me such great joy and laughter is that I wasn't anticipating it. The best laughs are the unanticipated. Well, for sure. So 
it's when they're small and fighting on the little girl's train set. Mm-hmm. Oh, the pullout shot? All of a sudden, <laughs> Thomas blows up and is like, ah, like coming out. Yeah. And I was dying laughing. I don't know why. It just like really hit me. And I was laughing and laughing and laughing and just out loud laughing. And it was, Sean had seen the movie at least once, if not more, before. So I think he was enjoying watching me sure. react to this moment. Just to be clear, is the the thing that made you laugh the like how like crazy it was in the small world or when they pulled out to the big shot and it just like fell off the track? <laughs> oh, um, when they end up, when they make the Thomas big. Yeah. Oh, that's he, right. Like, blasts through the house. That's right. Okay. That, that part. Forget but about that. But I mean, I think it, it was just as like comedians try to build up their jokes to like bigger laughs at the end yeah. with little like moments. I think the movie succeeded in doing that because when they pull out and the first time and he it's Thomas is small and mm-hmm. still regular small and he's like click click like, yeah, right. like that's hilarious. Um so you're already like you in can't a laughing do that again, yeah. Right, you're already in a laughing joking vibe even though it's a mega action scene and then when it <laughs> they blast up big he busts through the wall. His little like eyes but, are like rotating and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don also informed me that Thomas, like the industry, like the multi whatever industry of Thomas the Tank Engine said that they could include Thomas in that scene, but you couldn't, Thomas couldn't do anything bad being <laughs> seen doing something to harm another character. So like, it, it was fun to watch it. As soon as he's about to like land on someone, it like cuts away or like That's he hilarious. doesn't actually run anyone over. Thomas would never. <laughs> he would never. The sanctity of Thomas the Tank Engine. I like that. Thomas, I like that a lot. Sean was filled with all kinds of like MCU Easter eggs like that. I was watching I guess I guess it was Luke Cage and I was um it it surprised me that the villain was using a Microsoft Surface laptop. Mm. And because I, I assume Apple has this kind of vibe where it's like the villains do not use our computers. <laughs> yeah, just the uh the sweet, innocent, like yeah. un previously unknown super hacker. <laughs> <laughs> the protagonist super hacker for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was very interesting to see like Microsoft Surface like sure, go ahead, put our logo on there, we'll see it. And it's like they're like type in the password. <laughs> it's like to this Microsoft <laughs> Surface. <laughs> it's um, but it's so practical. <laughs> I want to make it very clear that I just did a German accent and the person in the film was Jamaican. <laughs> I thought you were doing Russian accent. And, oh god! Um, my, I know some people that every accent they do sounds like they're doing Jamaican, a horrible Jamaican there accent. You so, um, you went the other way. The, What's your laugh? Tell me your oh laugh. Oh my gosh! There's been so many this week. It's a lie. <laughs> too, I've, I've been charmed life. Just too many. Just to sitting count. in front of my computer. Hmm. What was this week? 
Like what's it's what's my barrier? What? Like what's 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 a week ago? Like I can't oh. say anything from like Thanksgiving cuz yeah. So a week ago gosh. Um Well, you're still with your like your extended family on the weekend. I was not. I had to come back to work you on Saturday. Back. Okay. Yeah. Um do you laugh at yourself for doing anything? I'm always laughing at myself for doing something silly at home. You know, this is a this is a host faux pas, not having an answer ready to go. Like, oh, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> did you find the popcorn this week? I did find the popcorn this week, but I did not laugh hysterically when I found it. I looked for the expiration date and chuckled. Well, that movie Chuckle was the hardest laugh you got this week. Um... No, I I think on um on some of the the live streams uh, there were some some fun moments last week or this <laughs> week um where like we just like stumble upon something hilarious which is so <laughs> I I did you're a mean one Mr. Grinch in major in a major mm. key and it's just like the cutest little song you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm I'm actually gonna do like a full cover of it this week, um, and put it on Spotify because it's just like the cutest thing you've ever heard. Like, <laughs> and it just I definitely laughed a lot at that when it when I'm I was really like excited. I'm like ugh like how is this even gonna sound? Like the whole point of it is it's like mean and grumpy and like yeah, and then it was just like adorable. <laughs> that's I feel like that's the most fun part because I I didn't catch your live stream but i imagine a, a lot of the things being like christmas dirges <laughs> like yes most of them are christmas we did we did last week um the grinch was the standout i i don't know if i remember any of the other mm -hmm. ones we did but this week we did all i want for christmas is you and in, in minor <laughs> and that was pretty it was like a funk kind of thing carol of the bells in major was kind of interesting um that one turned out okay and there was one more oh uh santa baby in minor <laughs> uh that one was kind of cool but yeah uh the grinch is the only one that i'm well they're they're all fun but the grinch i was like this needs people need to hear this the people that's, must yeah. know that's amazing but. can i can i go back and listen to it or do i have to wait till the spotify release i mean it's it's that one would be on Twitch, and I think you can go back and watch the replay. I should make sure it's there. Um, and it's fun because you can watch me, like, coming up with it and reacting yeah. to it. But, yeah, no, the yeah, Spotify one would be very if, nice. I was going to ask if it's fun for you to not have played it in a different mode before so that it's, like, a fun surprise to you. Honestly. <laughs> if, it would, if it would be hard to like do you have to think it out beforehand notes wise so honestly that's that is the fun of it is the fact that like i'm not i don't look up chords i don't look up sheet music i literally just like think about the melody with christmas songs i feel like i can do it other songs okay, i can't yeah. where i'm just yeah. like i've heard this enough times i kind of know how it goes which is like a flex that i definitely <laughs> couldn't do like even just a couple years ago i don't think but it's okay, just gotten yeah. to the point where i'm like I figure it out. I I know what it sounds like, so I could make my fingers do that on a piano. Um, 
And so that's been really actually quite fun for me to just have people like name a Christmas song in the chat and a key mm-hmm. and I just play it. It's like, Ooh. I don't know. I, I remember um, when I was in high school going to like a, a like a Broadway clinic or something like for my choir or something. We went down to the city and had like a little master class and the piano accompanist didn't have any sheet music or anything. And I talked to them and they're like, oh, I was a um, a bar piano player for many years mm. and people would just request songs. And if I didn't know, I would go home and learn it. And then the next time I would play it. And so over years and years of doing that, I just know every song. <laughs> yeah. And it's that blew my entire mind. And now it's like, oh, I can see how that might happen. And like knowing it in different, in all of the keys, like having that be interchangeable is like, it's, it feels like a superpower, to be honest. Um, but it's amazing. not like I can do it like, just like, okay, here we go. One, two, ready, yeah. Like I have to figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's been honestly the most fun part about it is just like, all right, I don't need music. I don't need to prepare. Like that's that's the cool part is like, I don't need to prepare anything. I could just hit hit record and like, all right, what yeah. do you want me to play? Um, yeah. I hate preparing. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I get that. And that, yeah, it's bringing you joy, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, and there's Christmas. It's Christmas related, so, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. Um, it's funny, because, like, you think about, like, symphony orchestras and stuff. They have all these rehearsals, and then they do, like, a couple performances. And then in jazz, it's like, well, if you practice too much, like, it loses its luster. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, for sure, there's, like, types of jazz where they have to practice, and it's very like even the improvised solos are like pretty consistent but mm-hmm. uh for the most part like you want it to be free and so you just show up yeah <laughs> it's like imagine having that like it's both everything's music but one type of music you just show up and play <laughs> and that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do it's like did you prepare no of course not it's gotta be free yeah yeah no that and just making sense and it's a beautiful thing to think about mm. uh, but it also is like the true anxiety of it like the nature of that is so much more stressful if you're not yeah. confident in in those abilities than like right. a symphony where it's like well I'll just practice more right I'll, i guess what there yeah why you will hope to find the the style of music that fits or like the type mm. of person you mm. were already were or or are yeah uh, yeah but easier me, said than done i imagine christmas improvisations that's my <laughs> that's my my niche now <laughs> uh, it's lovely um well there you go we did it we really did it <laughs> what do you, what would you call that uh congratulatory hands what or is this what is this how can I make oh. a listener understand what she just oh, clasps her hands and thrusts them upon each shoulder twice? Like a really old timey, like, like, I imagine he has like hero, like we won the war. I like picture that. it as a winning a horse race and at the yeah. picture at the, you know, truly. What do they call yeah, like, it? We really did it. The gang. winner's circle. Yeah. That's horse racing, right? Even... Mm-hmm. That's where that comes from. Yeah, I, can't I don't think, think I've ever done this perfect. before in my life. I can I can honestly say I've never done this before in my life until today. It feels very it's, weird. Uh, 
It's uh. <laughs> Do you go all the way down or you just go across the chest? Across the chest. Also, it's and you don't put your fingers together. You, oh, you don't. You, no, you put your hands like what? Triumphal. It's very triumphal. You don't think clasped is triumph? Oh yeah, that looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this as waffles or pancakes. That's what I heard that as is the clasping oh. of fingers or not oh. for holding hands. So you're saying waffles or, or pancakes, not waffles. Yeah, you, I am. You don't seem to like that categorization i didn't come up with it it was from one of the marvel tv shows it was from cloak and dagger oh okay well we'll go with it it was uh, yeah it was, it was pancakes i've never done it it's yeah, a very should. comedic thing to do well right i mean obviously i'm doing it because i want the laffs <laughs> <laughs> um i i think i'm gonna start doing it yeah, it's a really good go-to, especially for like Zoom meetings. If you really oh, want to be the standout cut-up, you really go for that. Can I get the top three, um, like ways to be a, a cut-up in a Zoom meeting? Doing that. Okay, so cl clasping your hands, pancake style, thrusting them above your shoulders twice. Is, oh, Chris this is really on the spot because it depends on the context. No. Some things are just not allowed. I want, I want, contexts. I want the gags. What are what are your go to bits? <laughs> I'm not allowed to have bits in a professional setting. Your clasped hands uh, beg to differ. Uh, I think I think definitely doing a silly voice to like ease the boredom and monotony. Um, like. If you do, you, do you recommend if you've never met the people before to put on a voice or an accent the entire time just for <laughs> no. you? You don't recommend that. Okay. I do not recommend it because it really tiring. I think it was really, <laughs> you got to think of yourself. Um, however, if you keep it up, you can then make fun of the other people in the meeting by doing your regular accent and pretending you're making fun of them. <laughs> Yes, true. But the chance of meeting the people again is... Well, just in that meeting, be like, oh, I'm like Jerry over here. Hey, guys. <laughs> Look, it's me. It's Jerry. I'm like, wow, your English accent is hilarious. I think if if you... If it's like a family Zoom or friends or something, like, top, top thing is to come in from the side, like, horizontal. Horizontal. Yeah. Um, I believe you can flip your video in the Zoom settings. Vertical mm. flip. I think that's, that might be my go-to and just not acknowledge it. Mm. And yeah. then when they say your video's flipped, uh, flip it horizontally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's mirror image. Uh, and upside down. I think that might be a good bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's like my my dad's go to bit is to put something on his face and be like here, and he's like touching everywhere <laughs> but where the thing is. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty classic. Particularly um, like a sorry piece from the game Sorry, sure. sticking it to it the forehead well to the forehead. Yeah, and, um, and then say that like, oh, what in my teeth? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, he's he's so good at it. The like body awareness, the physical comedy. It's just impressive, truly. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that's really my my main go to. I mean, if we're making a BuzzFeed listicle, though, like ways to keep yourself entertained during your Zoom meetings. I think if you if you're like if again if it's a social Zoom family friends if you're like sitting a little bit further away from the camera than you would like you'd be like sitting on your couch and mm-hmm. it's like on the end table whatever so you're maybe a little smaller than normal do something like picking your nose okay. making a weird face mm-hmm. see how long it takes for other people to notice that's always fun um my brother uh kevin as he's known uh loves to do the call him kevin. let's call him kevin he loves to do the buffering where he, he'll just be in the in the like mo- not oh. move for a while uh loves it can't get enough of it that's so fitting he's just and it's good but really effective if you have two people and so him and, and john will do it together they'll just like oh, like yeah. three two one boom oh yeah really convincing would- be amazing like full comedy if it was convincing and everyone's laughing but then their dog walks by yeah that's good (laughs) comedy right there um so so if somebody leaves to go to the bathroom i think that's really the time to conspire and Mm. and make some comedy happen and maybe everybody Mm -hmm. does it uh but my favorite is and this has happened um so I play I play video games with my friends uh, who are all over the world now, and uh, we have we used to just like play once in a while, and and we've switched to playing on the computer versus like a console, and so we have a second. Everybody, I have a second monitor for work. They bought them for this. I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, to pull up a Discord server where we do like a, a basically a group video chat. So we'll play a game, but we can look at each other and like hang out while we're there. Lovely. If somebody goes to the bathroom, we all hide. And they come back and they're like, so there's just a bunch of chairs. And the, the image of a bunch of empty chairs, especially because like you start talking before you get back to the computer, like, anyway, guys, so and then there's just like nobody there. And it's a beautiful visual of just somebody like sitting down. And of course you can see the the screen so you can watch them do this even though you're not in view of the camera right right of them just like sitting down and looking at a bunch of empty chairs and it's not the video off the video off is not not oh, comedy right. I totally agree it's an empty chair yeah especially in my house where you can i live in a tiny house you can see the entire house but yeah but you're just crouched down i'm just crouched down uh, so really I, I think that's a if somebody needs to get up and go to the bathroom i think that's you need you need to do it it's your duty to do it and you if it's a work meeting i i'm telling you you have to do this it's there's no it will raise the camaraderie immensely and the it's person true. who's who's being fooled upon i think it's a harmless prank i don't think they're going to be like i'm embarrassed because everybody crouched <laughs> right there was a crouching element and, and the if you don't let it go on for a long time it's just like a fun little josh yeah yeah uh i don't think there, there also, would be a lot of finger pointing at the end like you idiot right. 
you, right, we exactly. were crouched and you didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> you left and came back. <laughs> oh, it's making me think this is a perfect idea if you're if it's someone's birthday. Is it like a surprise party element oh. of like inviting the person? Like maybe everyone else comes on first, so mm-hmm. everyone's already there, but it's just empty chairs. And then the person whose birthday it is comes on just to a screen filled with empty chairs. And they're like, hello. And then everyone's like, surprise. <laughs> uh, that feels a little on the nose, but I like it. I want it to, I like it in the way that I want it to be in like a, a feel good TV show or movie that takes yeah, place like you during would, this Well, you'd have to come on, there'd have to be like streamers and big and everyone's wearing silly costumes. Like it'd have to be a big reveal. Oh yeah. Not everyone coming into the frame. I kind of like the idea of it, people like sneaking onto the frame and be like, oh, like did it. Sorry, I was muted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Or that. Or, or like uh or just uh everyone coming on beforehand and like having little signs up like happy birthday signs up in front of the screen and so when the person comes on it's all it's just not just not what you expect i guess it's just yeah i'll stop do you want people to cry do you like it when people cry no 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 zero oh i just want a light surprise and move on <laughs> I don't want it to be overwhelming. You don't want Uncle George is here. Yeah, no. You don't want that? It's too much. Okay. Do you like the like surprise wedding things? The uh proposal. (laughs) (laughs) Like where they get overwhelmed and cry. Oh. Mm, No, but this goes back to all the other questions we were talking about earlier and like parts of the self and I feel embarrassed for the person crying and it's bad. (laughs) It's not a healthy reaction. But they're happy. (sighs) Oh, you don't think they're happy? You think they're overwhelmed? Overwhelmed. I don't want people to feel overwhelmed ever. Do you think that every time we cry it's because we're overwhelmed? Well, probably, yeah. Nice. It has to come out somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's... I just fart a lot. Just yeah. <laughs> when I'm overwhelmed. Sean just showed me something online the other day that said farts are just I'm excited. Screams of your poop, wait trapped poop. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Sean, what was the thing? That can't be it. Sean, what was the thing about poop? Farts are just the screams of your trapped poop. That was it. That was it. <laughs> okay for the record that is exactly what i want every time i want i want a distant sean voice <laughs> clarifying beautiful resonating deep sean voice uh, what do you say he said happy to clarify whenever needed whatever is needed <laughs> After I just after earlier I shunned him away. Now he was shunned to the kitchen. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, all the Sean content. That's what people are here for. We're just the sideshow. Yeah, we didn't have like a thorough discussion of what we wanted. Did we have a discussion? Well, or you mean the you two or us two? 
you and I. Yeah, no, we didn't have any discussion. We were like, let's do it. Sunday's a day. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, there was part of me that was imagining that right now was just to talk about what we wanted it to look and feel like. And you're like, no, no, no. No. This is what it looks and feels like. No. Uh, here's So I, as I was going to sleep last night, I was like imagining that it would be the phone call. And it, it's yeah. just like, it's just what it is. It's the whole phone yeah. call. And it's as if like I recorded our phone calls. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I think it, we got it. And it also... Uh, no one missed any like pre-show banter that we just that's my that point was... that's what i want and i want the end of it to be like us saying goodbye yeah i don't want but you're not missing anything no including really really deep in with the yeah we should probably go and then it's three um, hours later yeah I guess we should go though, huh? Or at least at least stop the recording. Maybe they'll miss a little something. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> we did it, gang. All right. Uh, do Do you think you could keep this up as a weekly thing? Yeah, because I always think I'll oh, just call Chris and whatever. We probably talked through a lot of things the other day, and then we somehow go on some other tangent or some other thing that's important to us that week. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I just, just mean like I scheduling to... wise. I don't think we'll ever run out of things to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably, especially like quarantine times. Okay, cool. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I I used literally on my podcast. If you go back and look, it says like there's like a huge gap, and then it's like I'm back, and then a huge back, and it's like a huge gap. I'm back again, and then a huge <laughs> gap, and it's like all right, guys. And so every single time I do a new podcast, I'm like, all right, guys, like now I'm no, back. I'm doing podcasts again. Uh, I know it's been a long time since I've posted one, but I'm I'm going to be doing these now. So be ready. If, if there's anything that like I know about marketing, it's a good way to keep an audience is to lie to them multiple times and get them coming back week to week to see that there's nothing new so sounds about right just yeah just totally like like uh what's the word not monopolizing but like i don't even know but just human nature <laughs> using human nature for your own benefit but like i i just i can't so the the last one i did i put a ton of time and effort into and that's why i haven't done a new one because i was just like yeah i really loved that episode and i also loved that if people went to like see the podcast they would listen to the latest episode and it'd be a really good one yeah and i was like i i can't just do a regular one so i'm glad this is like this is a reboot this is a refresh but that's what the other <laughs> ones were that's what all the it was like all right now this is what we're doing now, this is gonna be the one the way oh my gosh i think that's kind of just what happens though so um yeah. i i will say the easiest way to do this is to do it every week or almost every week because then it lowers the like need to be great every time it's the negative feedback yeah. loop yeah just like this is what you got you can listen stop listening when you want <laughs> it'll be 
it'll continue to get better the the less um like it matters which this one is the most it mattered because it's like oh we're setting the pace and we're doing all the things and we're thinking about like so right. which for for me i'm sure you could tell or or know or maybe you didn't think about it but truly not knowing <laughs> like just <laughs> like just diving right in and not being like oh i have to honor chris and his legacy and i have to like <laughs> perform it was I, nice not yeah. knowing no uh i have great news which is a lot of people don't listen to this yeah but but people do which is surprising me constantly i played the theme song i have a theme song uh mm -hmm. to it on one of my live streams and i was like i will give a prize to anybody who knows and somebody knew and there were like not that many people on the live stream so well i guess that's a self-selecting group <laughs> If, if there's people who are like if there's not a lot of people watching something it's probably the people who are like doing everything right so yeah well that is fun i mean that's all i ever wanted it's just an, an audience mm -hmm. for for just existing that's what like this I was, is i was gonna make which is also a whole other probably mental health topic we could talk about mm -hmm. but uh and just our family's desire to perform at all times. But I was just talking with Sean about planning to, I was going to make a happy Christmas person video like my dad. Yeah. Made, but for all my staff for our Christmas party. That's fantastic. Because we only have a five person team. So the Christmas party is going to be awkward. Yes. And we don't really know each other that well yet because everyone works different shifts. Mm -hmm. But I'm the leader. And so I was like, I feel like one of the best ways to team Spread build Christmas cheers to sing aloud for all to hear. Exactly. <laughs> Including embarrassing myself. That's like part of the whole element. Absolutely. So I think we're going to make that video. And Sean was like, yeah, but is anyone actually going to like really enjoy it or appreciate it? And you're going to put all this time and effort and energy into it. And I was like, Valid. I think I would make it even if zero people watched it like truly, but I just want to like, Oh man, make it and see myself on video and like, create this thing that's, that maybe one person would watch that's the the truest form of expression <laughs> it is that's like when people ask me like about the youtube thing like tips on how to start and everything like that's literally my like advice is like do something that you would do even if nobody saw it and you would be happy with. <laughs> yeah freaking do it I mean, and sometimes pra maybe even practice, like I've heard from, I told you about that podcast, the good one podcast. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You, I ask you every time, but mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of the writing tips are also to like, sometimes just write things that you'll never show anyone. Like it's truly just for you, mm -hmm. like without any anticipation that it will ever see the light of day even like not even your partner like you're just gonna or your your friend whoever like you're just gonna write it and see what it feels like and that, do you really enjoy it and like what what comes out when you mm -hmm. do that and i was like that, that that sounds like the hardest task is like being proud of something and not showing it to someone <laughs> i need external validation <laughs> so yeah uh i could totally i think that is truest form of expression and like realizing for myself, I need a creative outlet 
that for lack of a better term that's cheesy but that like i just to do something fun and like quote artistic is nice Mm -hmm. if it's not part of my day-to-day usually i hope you do it and i hope you share it with the world broadly (laughs) just post it on youtube that's exactly what i hope (laughs) um just make sure you do a funny accent well certainly i think i'm just gonna like that will be problematic in 10 years (laughs) (laughs) i just saw an interview of uh from the daily show with john stewart um of they had the reverend al sharpton but he had like he didn't end up coming like he had a conflict or he backed out last minute and so stephen colbert came on and did the interview as the reverend al sharpton oh god (laughs) but he didn't do an accent and like the comments were like that was a a smart move like yeah it was in the 90s and nobody would have like it would have been funny at the time and nobody would have said anything and now yeah, he would have been canceled <laughs> like yeah but wow. he, he just did it like as himself as but answering the questions that's um, beautiful that's a fun unearthing mm-hmm. yeah it was recommended for me on youtube as something i might enjoy <laughs> you were like yes <laughs> including the social awareness uh yeah right mm-hmm. it's funny that i like how clickbaity that is even though it existed before youtube <laughs> stephen colbert as the reverend l sharpton on the daily yes. show it's yes. like the most clickbaity yeah. thing ever but that's so true now my voice will be less uh <laughs> less clickbaity it'll just be me doing an impression of my dad doing a dana carvey impression <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good yeah it's uh, i would watch that and i'm sure all of our (laughs) listeners would as well uh all right yep i should go okay till next time till next time thanks for doing this love you love you cousin